0: Hello. Upstairs, mezzanine to your left. Welcome.
1: Row D, seat 14, straight down to the right.
0: Honey, these are great seats.
1: Program? Places, everyone. Places, please. Welcome to Between Acts, an immersive audio experience. Here, we set the stage for your imagination to freely venture through the works of newfound playwrights, from dramas to comedies, and everything in between. Today, Between Acts proudly presents...
0: 95, 11, 30. 95-year-old Henry wants something very special for his birthday this year, and his wife Judith just may give it to him.
1: So please, sit back, relax, and
0: enjoy the show. The forecast showers heavy at times with occasional thunderstorms today and a high of 89 degrees. Partial clearing tonight with a low of 74. More showers developing tomorrow. and Not as warm with a high of 77. With the winds up at the west at 22 miles per hour, it's current at 8 degrees. Go ahead. I'm ready.
1: Uh, I, uh, I can't do it, Henry. Henry.
0: Yes, you can. Go ahead. Put the pillow over my face. Can't do it. Greed. I know. The money, Judith. Think of the money.
1: Oh, what if somebody finds out? I'll go to prison. Maybe even the electric chair.
0: Nobody's going to send an 85-year-old woman to the electric chair.
1: You never know. These days, you just you never know. Nobody's going to find out.
0: I'm 95 years old, for God's sake. People die every day at my age of natural causes. Probably wouldn't even bother to try to find the cause of death. Who the hell cares at this point? The kids will assume it was heart failure. Maybe. They'll be glad I didn't suffer from cancer or something worse. Like a brain tumor, God forbid. They'll be glad I went quickly. Relieved. They're expecting us to go. Me especially. Hoping for it, probably.
1: Henry, that is not true. Face Uh it.
0: We're just one big pain to the kids. They're always worrying about us. They think we're senile. They'd be relieved. They'd only have one of us to worry about, not two. I'm ready. Come on, Judith, do it. I'll lie down on the couch again, in the right position. Can't. We've discussed this a million times. We agreed. You promised you'd suffocate me with a pillow when the time came.
1: I know I did, but I just can't. I I can't do it, Henry.
0: Said you wouldn't let me live past 95, 11 months, and 30
1: days. I was joking. And, well, actually, I, I never thought you would live this long. Our parents died in their late 80s. Of course, I'm glad you have. But after your heart bypass, I, I didn't think you would. I, I mean, not too many people live this long. Not many men, anyway.
0: Maybe you were joking at first, but then we got serious. We discussed it over and over. All that insurance money, a million dollars to go to you after I die, and then what's left to the kids after you die. All that money we paid into the policy all these years, we'll lose it. Lose all of it if I live to 96 I live past 95 years, 11 months, and 30 days.
1: I know. I know. I can't believe you signed up for that policy.
0: I didn't read the fine print. Nobody does. That's what those damned insurance people count on. Thieves. That's why they're rich and we're not. Come on, Judith. Do it. The kids need the money. And you could use
1: it. Well, of course I'd like the money. I wouldn't have to worry for the rest of my life. Maybe take some trips. One of those round-the-world cruises while I I can still walk and enjoy it. Get a bigger condo with a swimming pool and maybe a sauna. A clubhouse for mahjong every week. Think of
0: it, Judith. You could play that stupid mahjong every day. And I wouldn't be around to bitch
1: about it. Henry, how could you joke about this? I don't want to live without you. We've had a wonderful marriage. Haven't we, dear? Of course.
0: I guess.
1: What do you mean, you guess? We've been very happy. Closest thing to a perfect marriage. We've been very fortunate.
0: Well, Judith... You've never been very supportive.
1: What? What are you talking about? When
0: I wanted to start the new business, you didn't say,
1: Go ahead,
0: Henry. Go for it. You're wonderful. You can
1: never fail at
0: anything.
1: Well, I let you do it, didn't I? Didn't complain. Let you quit your perfectly good job, and you don't think I was a bit nervous? Any wife would be. Of course I was nervous. And you wouldn't even let me get a job to help out.
0: Wives didn't work in those days. Not respectable people's wives.
1: Right. We were too busy cooking and cleaning and polishing our silver and shining your shoes and sewing the clothes for our children. Too busy with our fascinating lives. Are you
0: bitching about your life? I've given you a damned good life, Judith. And I've had a damned good life, too. 95 years. Can't ask more than that. I'm ready to go. So, go ahead. End it like we agreed. Suffocate
1: me with the pillow. I can't. Henry, I can't do it. I just can't do it. I get caught. I never get away with anything. I never have. That time that I went parking with Jack McGuire in high school and I finally let him take off my bra after he begged me for months, threatened to break up with me if I didn't, all our friends were doing it, even going all the way. Why was I such a prude? And a, a cop came that very moment, shined his flashlight into the backseat of the car, and there I was with my bosom out for the world to see. And <laughs> then the cop called my folks because he knew my parents from church. Did I ever get into trouble?
0: God, Judith. I've heard that story a million times. You never got over that Jack-what's-his-name, did you? I'm sick of hearing about him. Why didn't you marry him instead of me, for God's sake? He's all I ever hear about. Jack this. Jack that. Jack was handsome. Jack was brilliant. Jack was so successful, Jack,
1: Jack, Jack. Well, I'm sorry. He was pretty important in my life. The only other boyfriend I ever had.
0: The only reason you didn't marry him was because he was Catholic, and your parents didn't approve of Catholics. So you had to make do with me when I came along.
1: That's not true. I mean, yes, my parents wouldn't let me marry him because in those days you had to agree to raise your kids Catholic. And they warned me that I'd have a child every year because Catholics weren't allowed to use birth control.
0: So today maybe you would have married him? Now that you could use the pill, and wouldn't have to raise your kids Catholic.
1: I guess I just can't win for losing. Why are we talking about that? Hello? Oh, hi, Melanie. Yes, dear, we're fine. Fit as a fiddle. No,
0: Melanie, we're not. I mean, I'm not fine. I don't feel
1: too well. Going to lie down on the couch for a bit. Your father is fine, dear. We're both fine. Listen, Melanie, we're uh, in the middle of discussing something important. I'll call you back later, dear. Bye. Why did you lie to Melanie like that?
0: I'm preparing her or when you find me dead. And you have to explain why. Uh, I didn't feel well. Had a heart attack, maybe,
1: in my sleep. I'm not doing it, Henry. I told you, I'll be caught, go to prison. And I've never, ever lied to the kids. I've taught our kids never to lie. They're wonderful kids. Melanie is the sweetest, most giving. Hey, how do I even
0: know Melanie's my daughter?
1: <gasps> what?
0: She looks nothing like me. Maybe it's Jack, what's his name?
1: McGuire. 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 I've told you a million times, McGuire. And how could Melanie be his? I haven't seen him since high school. Henry, are you insinuating that I cheated on you with Jack McGuire? That I slept with Jack McGuire? That I had sex with another man since we've been married?
0: I found his letter in the box in the attic. In a manila envelope you labeled Judith's memorabilia.
1: What were you doing going through my memorabilia? What are
0: you hiding?
1: I'm not hiding anything. I didn't show you the letter because, well, I didn't want to upset you. I know how sensitive you are about him. He wrote me once a few years ago just to tell me his wife had passed away.
0: Probably from giving birth to too many Catholic babies.
1: (laughs) This isn't funny, Henry. You invaded my privacy. I have never invaded yours. Yeah. Well, Well,
0: that's a good thing. Good thing you didn't. I might have gotten into a heap of trouble.
1: And just what do you mean by that? Nothing. Nothing, Judith. Yes, you did. You meant something. Something serious. Tell me, Henry, what do you want to tell me?
0: Well, I guess it's your right to know.
1: No. About what?
0: Um... Uh,
1: what, Henry?
0: Ah. Uh, Tiffany. Tiffany? Yes. That was her name. Tiffany.
1: Tiffany. Tiffany who? Oh. Oh god. You had a girlfriend. You cheated on me? With a girlfriend named Tiffany? You slept with a bimbo named Tiffany? Oh, God! Oh, my God! Slept with doesn't do it
0: justice. It was a relationship. An affair. And she wasn't a bimbo. She's a physical therapist. You have to know all
1: the muscles
0: to be a physical therapist.
1: Oh, my God, Henry. You cheated on me? All these years, you've been cheating on me?
0: Cheating sounds so cheap. It wasn't cheap. It was wonderful. I loved her, Judith. I still do.
1: Y- you've been deceiving me all these years.
0: Guess I'm a better actor than I thought, huh?
1: This isn't a joke. This is terrible. Our wonderful marriage has been a sham. All these years, our marriage has been a sham.
0: Well, sorry, Judith. I couldn't help it. I fought it, but I finally gave in. I'm only human, after all. She was massaging my body. Tiffany was my physical therapist when I had that bad back after the car accident. And one thing led to another. Henry! How could you? I'm only a man, Judith. The sex was sensational. And you never were much in that department.
1: (laughs) You think you were so great in bed? (laughs) Who are you to insult me after all these years, 60 years? (laughs) The wonderful wife I've been to you, Henry, how could you? I will never forgive you. Okay, Henry. You asked for it! Jack, it's done, <laughs> finished. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I, I checked carefully, I, I, I'm, I'm sure. <clears throat> I had second thoughts, Jack. I, I, I wasn't going to do it, but I did. And now I'm ready. I'll meet you tomorrow at our place. Yeah, and uh, bring the cruise pamphlets. 95.11.30 was produced by Missing Link, written by Marsha Rudin, directed, edited, and mixed by Janice Rivera, performed by Paul
0: Jordan as Henry,
1: Nikki Arbiter-Murphy as Judith. Original music by Chris Bordeaux and Micah Abudo. Subscribe, download, and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or visit us at betweenacts.show. Between Acts is a Missing Link production, a podcast media company dedicated to connecting people to intelligent, engaging, and informative content.